In this episode, we will give a brief outline of the Old Testament history and the major landmarks of the Pentateuch, according to contemporary biblical scholarship. The first question we will attempt to answer is why the covenant was given within the framework of a single nation. The books of the sacred scriptures were composed by no glorious and mighty civilization. On the contrary, they became a revelation given to a people living in a small, poor country. The history of that people is a series of harsh trials, crises, and tribulations. In the Old Testament, the notion of the people of God would invariably be defined within a national framework. In ancient times, it was parents who passed along spiritual knowledge to their children within the bounds of their own particular culture and national tradition. This model changed with the advent of proselytizers, who appeared in the Hellenistic era, the period from the 3rd to the 2nd centuries BC. Proselytizers are people who try to convert other people outside of their own, in ancient times generally national, religious tradition and beliefs. The New Testament community of the faithful, or the church, was not limited to national boundaries, but embraced both the Jews and the Greeks, the barbarians and the Scythians. All of these nations comprise the new, universal people of God. Let's now talk about the era of the patriarchs and the oral tradition. The Israelites' ancestors, known as the Patriarchs, came to Palestine from the east, from Mesopotamia and Syria. Their migration had to do with a higher calling that urged Abraham to leave his father's household. It was at this time, the first half of the second millennium BC, that the first narratives about the origins of the world and humanity, as well as the traditions about the Patriarchs themselves, Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Joseph, and others, were formed. All this was part of the oral tradition. Let's now examine the time from Moses to Joshua. In the beginning of the 17th century BC, on account of a famine, the Israelites migrated to the boundary region of the Nile Delta. This took place during the reign of the pharaohs from the Hyksos dynasty that was patronizing the natives of Palestine. However, when the subsequent pharaohs of the New Kingdom came to power, the status of the Israelites took a turn for the worse. Some groups from the Sons of Israel had left Egypt. The life of the Israelites became especially difficult over the reign of Ramses II, who transferred his residence into the Nile Delta and engaged the foreigners in construction work. In the 12th century BC, the Israelites fled from Egypt under the leadership of the Levite Moses, who became their leader, prophet, and lawgiver. At the initial stage of their journey, the people were wandering in the wilderness in the vicinity of the Sinai Mountain and Kadesh Oasis. This is where God, through Moses, had given the first law codex, which lies at the foundation of the holy tradition of the Jewish Torah, known to the Christians as the Pentateuch. Part of it likely had been written by Moses himself, and part of it was preserved as an oral tradition by the Levites. Nevertheless, the Torah remains Mosaic in spirit. Around 1200, Israel begins to settle in Canaan, gradually reaching into its northern and southern regions. The epic narratives about the wars with the Canaanite kings originate in the years of the conquest of Canaan. Let's now examine the era of the Judges. In the 12th to 11th centuries BC, the Philistines, who came from the Aegean region, attempted to seize Canaan. At the time, Israel was an alliance of tribes, sharing a common religion but lacking any political or military coalition. The enemy, taking advantage of Israel's disunity, have established their rule in the country. The speeches of Deborah, the prophet Samuel, and a number of other leaders would encourage the spirit of the people and promote their struggle for independence. The cities of Shechem and Shiloh were the religious centers in those days. At Shechem, 
the representatives of the tribes would gather for the festivals, and the Ark of the Covenant was kept at Shiloh. The tribes would be governed by the leaders or rulers called judges. The Hebrew title is Shophatim. It was about the 9th century BC, with older materials, such as the Song of Deborah long predating this, that the narratives about the struggle with the Philistines were composed and edited. The ceasing of the nomadic lifestyle was conducive to transferring some of the oral tradition into writing. Due to the activity of Samuel, the Philistine yoke got weakened. The people's desire to elect a king to fight the Philistines pressured Samuel into giving them a king, and after some hesitation, Samuel agreed to anoint a king for the people, even though it was revealed to him that the monarchic rule would lead to troubles and tribulations. Saul became the first king of the Israelites. He was successful for as long as he consulted and listened to the prophet, but as soon as he severed his relationship with Samuel, Saul was beset by failures. Saul died in the fight with the Philistines. His successor, David, was able to utterly defeat and push them off to the seacoast. Thank you for watching this video. Don't forget to like and share, and make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any future videos.